0: Yeah, my, my internet is not very good, so I don't ever do video. Good, just, good. It's better go.
1: for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, how you doing?
1: I'm okay. I, like I said, I kind of slept most of the day and laid around and I'm on like NyQuil and, or DayQuil. I've, we have a really bad pollen count here uh-huh. right now and um, with the pollen and the mold, I'm allergic to all that stuff. So no.
0: Where are you at? You're our, in Arkansas, our, right?
1: Now. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, uh, yeah.
0: Well, like I said, this uh, the way it works is we'll talk. Um, if you want to play music, if you got your guitar with you, you can. If not, I can bring your songs. I, <laughs> I can bring your songs in on Zoom. A lady showed me how to do that, so I've been doing that for Zoom interviews. I'll just stick songs in there, and we listen to it, and you talk about it. Okay.
1: But uh, I don't. Kept... I don't play guitar. I play piano. But okay. It probably wouldn't go over i don't i don't know with the zoom because i write through zoom like with my writers mm-hmm. um and generally like if i'm playing and singing i think they can hear it but if they're playing and i'm singing it doesn't work something doesn't work right on it i don't know but
0: yeah see the problem i have with zoom is one is the internet and two is now my dog wants to go outside hang on a second hey oh, you're I, fine take buddy out <laughs> Every time I get on, if the kid's not jumping in front of the, the the screen, it's the dog wants to do something.
1: I get you might hear my cat crying in a minute. I don't know, my cat, my dog. Somebody asked me the other day what my favorite color was. I said black and cat hair. I, said, I have cat hair all over me. Possibly <laughs> vacuum in my couch because my cat sheds everywhere. But oh, yeah. I have do- I have dogs too, but they they stay outside except the one. So
0: we've got two dogs and two cats. And my wife won't let me keep them outside. So they're all inside and they're big dogs,
2: <laughs>
0: so it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is Buddy, he's a hey, pit bull mix.
1: No, oh. so we have, a, we have a mutt, a Winnie dog, and another kind of Winnie dog mutt, and then I have four cats. <laughs> three, three dogs, cats
0: four enough for me. Yeah,
1: three, how three, many four cats, three dogs, three kids. <laughs>
0: got a house full too, like we do.
1: Yeah, well, one kid's gone. He's already in college, so. Well,
0: that's good. My oldest is 24, and I've got twins that are about to be 12.
1: Oh, goodness. Well, at least you're on the way out.
0: Yep. So I tell my wife, we one day we'll actually get to spend time together. and right, goes, great, we can go hiking. I'm like, what makes you, you think I want to go hiking?
1: Right. You won't know what to do. You'll be like, uh, hmm, what do we do now? Right. Because my youngest is 16, so my youngest works. My seventeen-year-old's about to graduate high school, and I have a twenty-year-old that's in college, and then I have a twenty-four-year-old bonus daughter that I got. Um, we took her in when she was in seventh grade, so so she's a she's our our first born, but not born of me. I guess you. Kinda, yeah. She didn't have a very good home life, so we just took her in.
0: Well, that was nice. Now, does anybody of your kids play music too, like you do?
1: Um, my youngest.
0: Your youngest. Do they get to come see you play out, or are you getting to play out anywhere?
1: Um, well, I work at a bar um, on the weekend, so no, they're not allowed to come there because it's twenty one and up. But if I play, like I'm playing festivals, they'll get to come there if they're not working. Okay, they work, so you know.
0: yeah. And probably that age, they don't really care about seeing mommy anyway, so they just kind of do their own thing.
1: Yeah, my youngest son is—he's um, the one. He's got like a little band and. You know, he plays, uh, he started off playing guitar. Then he said, no, I want to play bass. So we bought him a bass for Christmas. And now he's like, well, my drummer quit. So now I got to learn drums. So now he's playing drum set.
0: <laughs> Do you get him at least get him some electric drums so that you don't have to hear?
1: Oh, no, no, I have my own drums. I have two. I have electric drums and my other drums. Uh, I have an actual set because I play drums. Okay. You play drums too? Okay, I, play so pian- do- I play piano, bass, drums, harmonica, cello, and I'm learning how to play acoustic guitar. I just haven't learned well enough to do anything with it.
0: I know they always heard that if you play electric first because it's easier on your hands. But you already right. play the other stuff, so it doesn't matter. You can kind of do both. So it,
1: that's what's keep it based. My fingers get like callous and they hurt, and I'm like, I don't want to do this one. I want to do this. Yeah, you know, and they're like, we'll play electric. I'm like, no. I don't learn the real instrument. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i, I played uh, rhythm on electric once and it's like yeah, i was bored i was like this is boring i can't i can't do anything and i'm not good enough to play lead so but I, for the band i had to figure out how to do it we were doing a song and somebody else was playing acoustic so it didn't do me any good to play acoustic too so i just played rhythm on the electric and had right. the lead guy play shall i take him out so introduce yourself pamela to everybody who's going to be listening because they won't be watching
1: okay well i'm pamela hopkins and i am um, out of arkansas and i'm a multi-instrumentalist and i'm a dueling piano player right now and then i have my independent music out so just love music i don't know what else to say i've had two careers already before this and this is where i've i've landed finally which is my passion and uh i'm enjoying every minute of it I, i absolutely love it oh Something just happened. There we go.
0: So you said dual and piano. You actually play like a dual and piano bar. Do you mm-hmm. do that stuff really?
1: Yeah, that's my full-time job. I've been doing that almost eight years. Oh,
0: wow. <clears throat> so when did you start that? Did you take lessons, I assume, for piano a long time ago or you just did it on your own?
1: Well, so I started off playing cello uh, back in fifth grade. So that was my first instrument. And I went to college playing cello okay. um, in the orchestra. So I was in choir and orchestra. And that was my scholarship. So that's how I went to college. I was a music minor. But um, here in Arkansas, we had the magnet system. So we had magnet schools. So I started off in elementary school. And then, there, you know, my orchestra teacher is like, well, you need to go to continue to play. You need to go to this school, but you have to apply for it. And you have to be accepted. So I did that. and I got accepted. And that was at Horseman uh, Arts and Science Magnet high, uh, Junior High. Okay. Then at the, when you enter the magnet school on the art side and you're doing music, they require you to take piano theory. So I had to take piano theory, which was how to read music, uh, work your right hand and left hand at the same time, and then theory of chords, chord progressions, things like that. So I did that, um, I think, one year because it was required as part of being in part of the school. And then I went to the high school. Um, you have to apply again to go to the magnet school in the high school. And I got in uh, to continue, and it was required again, uh, theory two. So, but, so you could actually... Um, do, cause we, we had to do so many music classes to be in that school. If you were in the fine arts side.
3: Okay.
1: And so we had so many music classes we had to do. So I could have chosen, you know, to do beginning band and learn an, another instrument or whatever, but there you at least had to do one year of theory, but I could have done like three, theory four. but I just did the two years of theory and kind of learned that way. And then I uh, didn't really pick piano back up until about a uh, nine years ago. And I was like, this is kind of what I want to do. And started, you know, eight and a half, nine years ago, learning piano again and retaught myself how to play, not reading music, because I wasn't great at reading right hand, left hand at the same time anyway. But uh, yeah, just learned how to read chords and worked on chord progressions. And my kids and my husband had to listen to me play the same songs over and over and over and over and over again because I didn't have an electronic uh, keyboard at the time. I just had my grand piano, which is a 1918 upright, and it was very loud and out of tune. But, you know, I was told basically, when I inquired about it, which was to go and learn 30 songs and come back. And so I went and found the I guess the the easiest top 40 songs of all genres that that everybody would know, because that's what dueling piano players do, is we play the top hits. And, uh, you know, started with uh, being Bobby McGee, and I learned What's Up and Jolene. And if it had a two or three chord progression in it, I was learning it because that's how I could get my count up. Okay, here's my 30 songs. Right. And there were things that people knew anyway. So they would sing along. And so that's how I got started in that. And um, yeah, retaught myself piano. And now I could just pull a song up. Um, because you know, you just get used to doing it. So now I could actually pull a song up um, through like guitar tabs or something like that, which are by the way, usually wrong. And yep. <laughs> at least I can kind of have a roadmap of some sort. But if somebody requests something I'm familiar with and I haven't ever played it, but I know the song because I've heard it on the radio, I can pull it up and kind of work my way through it. Right. And and perform it like on the on the spot. So now I've got good enough that I can just do that. And I can do all the funky chords now too, which is really cool. Because before I would just do the one, three, five chords, like a C chord, you know, C, E, G. Well, now I can do like a, you know, a minor inversion of it or, you know, add a seventh or augment it, like just off the top of my head, because I've relearned all that stuff. But it's just, you know, I enjoy, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I want to learn a play. I like but, you it. know, I've, I, like I said, when you talked about like the, the guitar tab, <clears throat> Yeah, it is like a GPS. It'll get you in the right area, but you can hear it. like sometimes it's like that it sounds wrong. They're they're forgetting something. Something needs to go here. You can hear it in your head. And it's usually like a bass riff or something that they just that or they can't the, write out.
1: It's just the wrong chord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who did this one? I mean, I'll be like, that is totally wrong. So at least like if it's in a chorus or it say it's in a verse, if that same pattern comes back through, I'll know I kind of make a middle note as I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Because usually I'm performing it live right then. Like I can't go back and go, oh, let me find it. it whatever chord comes out of my fingertips, that's what's going. Yep. Whatever's there, I'm going to play. And if it's wrong and it conflicts with what my vocals are doing, I'll just not play the chord at all. And it'll just go silent and I'll hit the sustain pedal and go to the next chord. Yep. But sometimes I can find it uh, You know, the next time around. I'll be like, okay, that, that chord specifically was wrong. So let me see if I can find a different chord. Or if my partner's playing with me. Mm -hmm. sometimes they can find it faster than I can. And I'll let them, I'll just let off the keys and they'll play that one chord and I'll go back and keep playing. It's, it's, you know, it's challenging sometimes, but it's, I love my job. It's a lot of fun. Um, And then, you know, I just decided back uh, a few years ago, you know, want to know what I sounded like. I've covered all these songs from everybody else for so long. What is my sound? Mm -hmm. And I'm still honing that in. So, you know, with my own music.
0: See, I like to do, I did that backwards because I could never do covers. I just, I still have a hard time because of the timing issue. I've never, and I've said this a hundred times on these podcasts and everybody I'm, I'm sure sick of me saying it, but that was, that isn't always was my biggest problem is I can't count in my head while I'm playing. It will mess me up. So, but you give me a drum beat or something to follow and I'm good. I can, I can straighten it out and I can follow along, but when I'm first trying to learn either, even one, cause when you do your own live songs, I do like a bunch of originals. That's just what I do. I write. So I'm writing them to my rhythm, my melody, my beat, and I can guarantee it's off. I can guarantee it. I know it is. It, it's not going to, it's not going to, I can sit down and tell you right now, it's Oh, this sounds good. And they put a drum t- track behind. It's like, Oh, I need to change something.
1: <laughs> you just beat to your own drum, huh?
0: I do. And, I'll, and I'll, cause I'll straighten it out when I hear it. But like I said, without being able to play drums or anything like that, I just play it. Now, what I have started doing is there's this program called Easy Drummer. Oh. And, and I put it in and it, it helps me follow. Like I'll put it in the, I, I find whatever the tempo is and then I'll put the drum beat in. It's just a simple drum beat and I'll play. It's like, okay. And it gets me, it keeps me on time for the most part.
1: Well, good, because I was going to say, if you're not playing uh, people who are musically inclined to hear you do that, if they're they're like, what is he doing? (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is so my my son, you know, we're talking about my son, he's 16 and he's got his little band and he was asking me yesterday, he said, uh, hey, do you mind the guys come over for for band practice? I'm like, no, you know, whatever, you know, Um, and we have a, I have a band room up here. When my oldest son moved out, I turned his bedroom into my practice room. Okay. So it's got two drum sets in it. It's got my keyboard. It's got, you know, instruments hanging on the wall. So these kids never have to bring their own instruments because we have, you know, two basses, two guitars, an acoustic guitar, ukulele, a cello. We have it hanging Um, and they could just use it and they plug up and they play. Well, they're up there and I guess they're writing a song. So he's he's telling me I'm down here listening and I'm trying to figure out. Now, my son just started playing drums maybe a month and a half ago. Okay. But he, because he's musically inclined, I guess, naturally, like me, he's picking it up faster than I did. Like he had my drummer. He's like, hey, I just need to know how to do some fills. And so my drummer was over here, um, who's also you know one of my best friends. He was over here. He's like, OK, so he sat down with him. You know, he was like, well, you get on this drum set and I'm going to get on this drum set and do what I do. And like my son, like, had it down. I'm like, you do fills better than I do. And I've been playing drums for <laughs> six years, seven years. What the crap? You been playing a month and a half. So I'm sitting down here and I'm talking to my daughter and they're playing this song. I have no clue what they're playing. I can't hear the words. I just can barely hear what's going on because they're upstairs and they got the door closed and they're not turned up or loud. but I can hear that when what they're playing and then he takes off on drums. And so before I leave last night and before he has to go to work, I go up there, and I said, Hey, I peeked in. I said, Hey guys. And uh, they're like, Hey, Hey, Miss Pam. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, well, we're working on a song we wrote. I said, can I give you just a small piece of advice? Just what I'm hearing. Now, I I don't know what you're doing. I said, uh, and they was like, yeah. And I said, okay, you guys are doing one rhythm. And he, when he comes in, he's taking off. Like he's Mm -hmm. going way faster than you. And they all looked at me and go, that's how it's supposed to be. And I went, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, can I I give you a different drum beat? (laughs) Can I just give it to, to go into your sped up, (laughs) Oh, Timbo. Right. <laughs> he's got a and they were like, yeah. And I said, Jace, give me the drumsticks. And he's like, mom, really? And I said, move your butt. Give me the drumsticks. I said, play what you're playing. And I just changed the beginning uh, where he comes in. And they were like, yeah, we kind of like that better. And I was like, I think that would just help you, you know, kind of transition in. I said, because what mm-hmm. he's doing, his feels not working. It's not working. It sounds like a mistake. I said, you want it to be purposeful. So, you know, we talked a little bit about that kind of stuff, but, you know, talking about, and I was like, <laughs> so to an ear that's listening and knowing, you know, like I have weaknesses all over the place, you know, I'm sure people go like, what are you doing? Um, I don't know. I'm just playing. Correct me. If you have more knowledge, please correct me. Cause I don't want to sound bad. You well, know? They'll
0: correct you even if they don't have the knowledge.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> well, those are the ones that will correct you faster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Can I give you some advice? Do you play an instrument? No, then absolutely not. Mm. (laughs) No, or go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) As you roll your eyes, go
0: ahead. Yep. See, I'm not allowed on my drums, my drum case, because I'm not a, I want to do melody and it doesn't work on the drums. You can do rhythm. And if you mess up on the drums, you can tell the whole song is, is just, it just people like, even if they don't know music, they can hear it.
1: Right. Well, it's just like a vocal, same thing. Uh, You know, with Dueling Pianos, we've always joked around about like, um, because people, you know, people that do know songs and are in tune with the instrumental part Mm
3: -hmm.
1: will come and say, you played that chord wrong. And of course, we kind of joke with them and go, okay, you know, we're playing number one for drunk people. Number two, most of these people have no clue because they're not listening to the instrument, they're listening to the vocal because that's what they hear first they hear the words and they hear the melody of what's coming out of your mouth i was like i could bang anything up here it's not going to matter because that's not going to it's not going to ruin the song if i sing out of tune it will ruin the song but me hitting a wrong chord every now and then is it's not that big of a deal like i you know you almost would say i mean what we do is very specific and it's a specific skill set that you have to be able to do to do it, but you could bang on any key you wanted to, as long as you can sing the song correctly. Mm. And as long as the, the drums stay on beat. Because, <laughs> Like you said, if the drums are bad, <laughs> everybody knows it.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: And when to stay away. You know how to bring the sun to my darkest days. You know just what turns me off, and just what turns me on. Like the way you call me baby, and call me all night long. It's those. in a fairy tale it wakes me up and puts me to bed Looking back I know I'm blessed It ain't white picket fences Fancy cars and diamond rings It's those little things You know how to cook like my granny did How to leave a tray That you won't find in a fairy tale.
0: talked about piano and I'm going to ask this because I've always been curious I'm trying to teach myself piano and I know that it's there's so much to it so let's do a quick theory class here because you've been taking it what (laughs) is is, so what does the left hand do and what does the right hand do
1: left hand bass. okay right hand here's here's for what I do now if you're classical if you're classically trained it's totally different Okay. Uh, classically trained, they're going to play more in the middle of the the keyboard. What I do for my job is my left hand is my bass line and bass drum. Okay. So when I'm talking about rhythm, my left hand is going to be almost what your kick drum's doing. Okay. My right hand is um, we don't play the melody because I sing the melody and I'm accompanying myself. Your right hand is for your rhythm guitar and snare drum. Okay. So if I'm doing something that is, um, like let's say um, a polka groove, which is the one five, so my I know you can see me, but they can't. Right. <laughs> my left hand will have octaves on my pinky and my thumb. Okay. So if I am playing a C in the bass line, my pinky will be on one C, my thumb will be on another C, and my pointer finger will hit the fifth note. So. C, D, E, F. Hang on. C
3: <laughs>
1: The fourth note. The fourth. Wait, one okay. fourth. No, no, it's a five. It is a five. C, D. I don't have my keyboard in front of me. One, two, three, four. Uh, C, D, E, F. So to hit the G. So it'll be C, G, C, G. So it'll go back and forth as like a rhythm on my left hand. And my right hand will fill in between. Okay. So think of like a, your typical country groove where your bass players play in the one and the five. Don't, 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 like that. Yep. And then your right hand is just doing the rhythm in between and you're singing on top of it and then keeping all that going. Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> yes. A little bit.
1: Whereas a class, whereas a classically trained person would, would actually play the melody with their left, their right hand. Okay. They would, they would play the melody and you would not sing it. You would hear the melody. So let's say if somebody is playing, um, let me think of a song like Amarillo by morning okay and they would actually be playing what you would be singing but they would play it on the right hand okay they would play that whereas when I'm playing it because I'm singing it I'm not playing that part I'm just playing the background chords
0: Now do you play the melody when you're not singing like if you're doing like the the fills or anything like that in between the spaces like
1: nah we just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> See music theory. I've
0: always tried to learn music theory, and I, I guess because I just don't have the the patience to sit down and, and learn it, that it's just I'll get like a squ- I'm like OC, oh, I'm like ADD squirrel you know it's running over here and it's like I don't, I can't sit down and focus myself enough to they, I hear the words and if I'm playing it I can hear what's wrong when it's wrong right. but if you try to tell me in scientific terms or musical terms I'm like my eyes glaze over I'm like oh okay sure.
1: Well, so like when I I have a student that I taught, she, um, her mom was classically trained. Um, And I guess, you know, like I'm, I'm not, I was theory trained to begin with and could play, you know, I could read music, but I never got into the classical stuff, never took private lessons. But when I was teaching her, basically what I told her, I said, what is your goal? So I can't teach you how to play classically. I can teach you beginning theory Mm -hmm. out of a book. I can teach you right hand, left hand. I can teach you fingering. Um, but what's your goal? And this girl, she was 14. Her mom said she won't learn from me. She's like, I'm classically trained. She's bored <laughs> with it. Um, she doesn't want to do it this way. I said, well, what does she want to do? She goes, well, she's into theater. She's into singing. She wants to accompany yourself. Somebody gave me your name because that's what you do. And I was like, absolutely. So where I start those students, and this is for anybody that wants to play, if you're wanting to sing along with what you're doing, you need to learn how to accompany yourself. And it's, it's easy, but it takes time. So first step is, is you learn every scale on that keyboard, both hands, right hand and left hand, um, all eight notes. So you go up and down, up and down. And the reason you're doing that is because you're getting your fingers familiar with where each scale has their chords placed. Okay. So if you are learning a C scale, every, it would be all white keys, Right. Okay, all white keys. So you play that no I know.
0: That keys. I didn't know because no, I have you know. C and then because I was like, the keyboard's in the key of C. So it's C, D minor, E minor, F,
1: G. Yeah, so yeah, much. yeah. So all your chords would be, yeah. But, and that's if you're in the key of C, you play no black notes. Now, that's all I I, do. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need this in the key of C. I don't care if you can sing it or not. <laughs> key of C. Well, and your other easier one, your other easy key is G because it only has one F sharp. Okay. So once you learn all the major and minor scales of each key, so if you can do all C, then you move to D, where you're going to start adding in black keys. The whole purpose of that is when you start doing chord structure, you already know that if you play something in the key of D, you're not going to play an an F natural. You're going to play an F sharp. So now I'm building the structures with the one, three, and five on my fingers. So a C chord in the white keys would be a C, an E, and a G. You place the, the thumb, the middle finger, the pinky. Boom, I have a chord. C, E, G, I have a chord, okay? Play the C in my bass note. Now, if I go to D, because I want to play the key of D, not just a D chord or a D minor chord, I would play D, F sharp, A. So building the scales, then you build the chords. Then you can accompany yourself. Then you can start reading, you know, the chord structure.
0: Yeah,
1: It just takes time. It's one of those, and you can find it on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and go, how do I play scales? There are people out there showing you how to do it. it's, There's it's so guitar.
0: much on YouTube.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm learning the pentatonic for the guitar because I've been playing rhythm and I was like, okay, I need to learn some lead stuff. So let me learn some pentatonic. And so I'm learning like the A minor and it's basically just positioning of the hands. And mm-hmm. like I said, this like with this, like I said with this podcast where I told you we're going to get on weird tangents and we'll talk about whatever. And this has turned into one of those nerdy, nerdy podcasts where we're nerd
1: out <laughs> we're
0: talking about the actual, oh yes, and you got the melody and you get the chord and you get the root and you get the yeah, you know, people's like, What? But we know what it is. Some of it, it. Yeah.
1: Well, but you know, but I do have people ask me like, I want to learn how to play. And I'm like, Well, it just depends on what your route is. If you want to learn how to play Chopin, I'm not your person. Right, But if you want to learn how to play and accompany yourself singing so you don't have to depend on somebody else, I can help you. But I can I tell think- you where to start. And it is starting with scales. It is literally starting with every scale you can come across and learning it by heart. And then I can show you how to build it on chords.
0: Yeah, see, I would think I would, I would use it more for just the songwriting part of it and then yeah. maybe for filler stuff in the band when where some, when somebody else is playing acoustic or something and I got to do something.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. And I, I actually had my student within, within a year now we didn't take, I wasn't there every week. Um, I usually did her, I want to say I did it. I did it weekly for a while, but like she would have school stuff going on. And then we took off like the summer and we took off, you know, Christmas break and Thanksgiving, but after a year, um, of, I would say if you crammed it all together and me being there, me being there once a week, once every other week, mm-hmm. if you said about nine months, maybe is what, what I actually had with her. She was singing and playing and doing um, augmented chords and different inversions by the time I was done with her, because I would give her exercises, you know, like, here's what you're learning this week. And I know this is boring. I know this is boring, but if you want to get to where you are, you got to do the boring baseline stuff, period. You can't, I can't just magically show you how to do this and you understand it. I can show you all day long. You're not going to understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So, you know, getting her doing that and she now can still, she started playing for her church band and we started working on different grooves. because once she had the scales down, I could teach her, okay, here's a groove. You know, here's a your groove you're going to work on. And so we worked on, you know, the calypso groove. We worked on, um, you know, the polka or the country groove <laughs> um, and being able to do you know, like Johnny Cash type songs, or she wanted to learn how to play. Can't stop. Can't help fall in love by Elvis. Yeah. You know? And so I taught her how to play that, but she was able to sing at the same time at the age of 14 and just after a few months, but she had to work on it. I mean, she sat down, you know, every other day for 30 minutes and, and worked on it. So when I'd come back, she's like, look look at what I did. And then now she can actually pull up a chord chart and she can read the words and the chords at the same time and sing. So. Now
0: now what made you want to play? I you said you're playing cello at five. Was that something that you're you're no, fifth you grade do? <laughs>
1: fifth Oh fifth grade.
0: grade. Oh okay. I heard five. See, I told you A D D squirrel. I heard <laughs> five. <to> <laughs> There's
1: so a five somewhere in there.
0: Right. I got close enough. Yeah, so what made you, was it a, was your parents or your family made you do it? Or was it something that you, there was somebody um, you just wanted to emulate or play?
1: I had no desire. My, my I do not come from a musical family. My brother sings a little bit and, and always has, he's always in choir, but um, that was about it. My mom played the accordion just kind of because when she was a kid. But I was at elementary school and they back then they were introducing orchestra in the elementary schools. Okay. And they tested everybody. So you went in, you did a hearing test. Basically, they'd play a note and you'd say, okay, is this one higher or lower than your last note? And you would have to, hey, Jace, you would have to, (laughs) that's my youngest coming in. You would have to uh, mark whether it was high or low. And so they would score you. And if you scored high enough, the orchestra teacher would come and talk to you and say so apparently I scored one of the highest and she was like um and called she called my mom and she said she's got a musical ear she can hear she can hear the differences in these pitch changes where other kids like couldn't they just weren't good at it and um, she said I would like her to join the orchestra and I was like huh (laughs) what am I what am I playing she's like well you know, your hands, she looked at my hands and she goes, I think you'd be a good cello player. And I was like, but I want to play violin. <laughs> She's like, I think cello is going to be better for you. Um, just cause your hand structure and where, you know, cause I have, I guess, short stubby hands or I don't know. <laughs> I could reach. I don't know. I don't know. Somehow she determined I would be a good cello player. I wasn't exactly a skinny gal. So maybe she thought, <laughs> cello is your instrument <laughs> I say, no isn't violin. the
0: isn't the neck of the violin smaller so couldn't you just move shouldn't you had to move your hand around even better
1: i had fat fingers <laughs> <laughs> they don't cram as easily uh so my fingers spread out um so yeah i started playing cello and i played from then until my first year of college and then i quit after my first year of college it was taking up too much time in college um we were getting one hour of uh credit for f- basically six hours a week of work. And then I was in choir too. And I was in choir every day for one hour of credit and it was my scholarship. So I, you know, I, I dropped orchestra after the first year I dropped choir after my second year and just wanted to get out of school at that point. So, but yeah, that was, that was it. I, that was my orchestra teacher. And she was just like, um, I think she would be, she's musically inclined and she needs to be in music. So that was my path.
0: That's cool that they had that. They didn't have that for my school. When I went to school, the test that we had was like for what kind of job
1: could you, could you do? <laughs> that and was so, in middle school.
0: <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, mine was, I think, freshman year in high school. We took it. Yeah. Might have been, might have been a little late. It might have been middle. I don't remember. It's been a long time.
1: Like your career, career path.
0: Right. I'm 43 yeah. now. I don't remember that far back, but I do remember what they told me I should be. What's that? I had two choices a laborer or a model. That's the only thing they gave me. I'm like really, so I was like, "That's kind of sad." I was like, "I want to I I like, do did,
1: this." Did, 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 you, you don't seem like a dumb person? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very good with this. Models usually don't, you know.
0: I always well, laugh because you're, you're, last...
1: kind of, you're kind of pretty, I guess. So.
0: <laughs> oh, I used to. I used to be pretty. I ain't pretty no more. <laughs> 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 when uh. I always laugh because my last name is Landers. So when it came out it Zoolanders, I was like, "Hey, that's us, Zoolander. That's us. I'm a Zoolander." I always made this face and walked. It was so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that movie you like is your, hilarious. Parker, your lips. Yeah, I know. He's so funny. Ben my, Stiller, is that who it is?
0: Yeah, my little girl. I want girl to say who... we
1: were watching that in dodgeball last night. Oh,
0: that. it's, that's a funny movie.
1: I don't know. If, I don't know if Zoolander came on after. Dodgeball. I just remember looking because in Dodgeball he kind of plays the same type of character.
0: Mm-hmm. No one made me bleed my own blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had it on TV last night. I was like, "Oh <laughs> my!" Because like, my husband will sit over here, and it, if that comes on, or beer fest or dazed and Confused, or uh, Blockers, like any of those type of movies that are like just ridiculously silly, he's gonna put it on, and I'm like, "We've seen this like 322 times." he's like, a no. it's so funny. I'm like, it's not, it's not (laughs) like after the 199th time, you know, I guess we kind of still enjoy it. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, I still love it. My, my girl, my little girl, her favorite movie now is Wayne's World. So she loves Queen because I let her watch Wayne's World.
1: Oh my Lord.
0: (laughs) So And of course it's the headbanging part that everybody loves when you hear it.
1: I do that on stage. We play that song and I headbang on stage. It's hilarious.
0: You have to headbang to that song. (laughs) Swing. they talked about doing like i know uh he's he does like austin powers and stuff too but they talked about doing another austin powers movie were like why he's so old now
1: he yeah can't... i can't remember there was something on tv not too long ago where it had um wayne and garth hit, like, oh, now. It like
0: commercial it was like the Super Bowl it or...
1: oh yeah they look so old yes i'm like they should have like nipped and tucked they got enough money they should have pulled that stuff back uh,
0: i think wayne did <laughs> i
1: don't know they looked kind of old i was like yeah,
0: that they got old. It. It it'd <laughs> been funny if they put it like in an old folks home and they were doing Wayne's World from a retirement home. That would have been hilarious. That,
1: yes. Well, See, we did write ride of a
0: double that. uh I need to be an advertiser. That's, that's, that's the one thing I want to do, like a real job is advertising. I was like, oh, I'm to be an advertiser. I got ideas. We could do these shows and these commercials and I got ideas. We could do it. And then they said, oh, you can be a model labor. Hell with that. I'm going to go play sports. I'm gonna lift weight. I'm going to go be a bull rider.
1: <laughs> were you a bull rider? No,
0: I a- met a bull rider when I was looking into it. He said, oh, I said, you right I was at a, uh, a doctor's appointment for something. And then I met him and he said, yeah, right. I said, I well, said, how many bones you broken? He goes, I broke every bone in my body more than once. He said, if you want to be a bull rider, I'm going to tell you the best advice. Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Don't do okay.
0: It. I said, well, then I need to find something. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like, I like my bones.
0: <laughs> so then my don't, next
1: don't like choice
0: was a stunt man. Oh yeah, stunt man. It's because I, I did like movie stuff when I was younger. Like I said, I did you the model have
1: a <laughs> like glutton for punishment or what? Uh,
0: I went bungee jumping when I was 17. I you know, it was fun. I
1: did too. I love bungee jumping.
0: And then like I said, I used to I used to have like I don't know mm-hmm. if it was like it's a craving for for adrenaline and junkie, but I, I like to do that stuff. Oh I do too. And then did you, I, now did
1: you dive off and do the bungee jumping? I I sat yes. I I just jumped off and kind of, you know, like I was jumping feet first. I couldn't do the dive head first. I couldn't. No, do I it.
0: dove. I dove straight oh, down.
1: I couldn't do it. I was too scared.
0: Because he said, he said the hardest part is letting go. It's like okay, so I just jumped. I let go and I went falling. And then when I was in high school, they had a class called uh, Outdoor Ed, which they don't only don't they have anymore in Cherokee, but it was uh,
1: Outdoor Ed.
0: Outdoor Ed. So what we got to do is we got to learn how to belay. So I would, I went down the football stadium. I belayed down the football stadium. And we got to do it either backwards or we got to do it forward. So I did it both ways.
1: Are you saying what are you saying? Belay, B-
0: belay. You know what that is, like when they I when have they go no
1: clue. What is that? They, you
0: ever seen like mountain climbers when they're hopping down or soldiers when they're coming down these big walls? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They yeah. call it
0: belaying where they just bounce. Uh, so we got to do that as an activity in high school. I went, I went down the football stadium. So we went to the very top of the football stadium and then jumped off. We had, had some. I didn't know that's what it. it was
1: called. I thought it was a uh, repelling.
0: Repel maybe belay. Well, it re- is repelling. What is belay? Damn it. I I can't remember. Well, See the dog's barking at me.
1: That, that's why I was like, what? And yeah, I was that was but you had me. I was like, what is the word for that? Maybe we call it something different here in
0: Arkansas. <laughs> probably not. It's pro- I'm probably saying it wrong. It w- I wouldn't put it past me. Belaying, I think maybe belaying is part of like is like maybe one of this equipment. I have to look it up now, damn it.
3: See, I
1: don't know. I've, I've, I went repelling. I've never been actual quote repelling. I mean, I have repelled down something, you know, safely that wasn't like a mountain or something, but you know, that's that I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie too. Like I, before I die, I want to go skydiving and we have several people at our club that skydive. And, uh, one of them, she's trying to become an instructor. And I'm like, i like, I love you. And I trust you. I just don't know if I want to tandem <laughs> with you in the air. And not know, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm debating. Like, I really want to go skydiving, really bad. Um, but the, you know, I, I went bungee jumping. I think I was sixteen or so. I think I was seventeen. I don't want bungee jump. I might have been right at eighteen. I was still in high school. Yeah. And I went with my boyfriend's parents down in uh, Gulf Shores, and they had like a activity place. It wasn't like you know off a bridge or. I'm um, I'm too chicken to do that stuff. So I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie, but not crazy adrenaline junkie. <laughs> Love my, roller coasters,
0: you know. I took my kids to an indoor skydiving. They were fine. How,
1: how is that? Because I, I I thought about doing that.
0: That was, I didn't do it because I let them do it, but it, was, it looked fun. I mean, and it's safe because you're in there with the instructor and they got you this big tube and they just, they just lift you up to turn the fan on and basically raise you up in the air and you just learn how to, how to do it safely. And if you fall, you're not going to hit the ground. Well, you hit the ground, but you won't have to fall very far. So I didn't do it because I you let hit, them do
2: it.
1: You hit padding. Right. <laughs> well, and I thought, well, maybe I should do that first so I could learn. I know they have one up in and They have an indoor skydiving.
0: I would try um, the indoor first, just to, just so you can see how, because it teaches you how to slow yourself and how to, uh, I guess, make it go faster and how to turn. And cause there's a little bit to it. I mean, I, I always no, thought you just I jump, you yeah, just jump pull the cord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, but uh, yeah, no. Mm -mm. I want to do it there's a place here um in Arkansas they say the best view for skydiving is in Clarksville Arkansas Mm -hmm. so that's where my buddy goes her name's Tamika so I'm gonna have to see sometime but I haven't made it a priority yet because I'm super busy and maybe if I stay busy that'd be my excuse to not kill myself but (laughs) I want to do it but I'm almost old enough I'm talking myself out of it now I should have done it when I was younger when I was like fearless and it's like the older I get, I'm like, you know, I don't have many years left in my life anyway. <laughs> do I really want to shorten it at this point?
0: My bones break easier now.
1: <laughs> I'm a, I'm a pretty sturdy gal. I mean, I went flying if you if you saw my video for Cranking Up the Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene I don't know if you've seen it yet, but uh, it's on my my VIVO channel. So if you do Pamela Hopkins VIVO V E V O all one word, okay. um, my Cranking Up the Crazy videos on there. Well, there's a scene in that video where I have a Pam Cam and it's a what it's a what do you call that a GoPro
0: yes and it's
1: it's looking at me I am going down an adult water slide and (laughs) it does does not have the padding on the other end. It's me and my two friends going down it and there's four views. So there's the Pam cam where you're looking at my face and then there's three other views of me flying off of it and hitting the ground because somebody did not catch me. Oh I went because the first time I went down uh, and we'd been drinking a little bit that day, that video <laughs> shoot it was hot outside. It was July, like July 12th. It was hot, like 110 degrees. It was hot here. Like makeup was melting off my face. I think I put makeup on my face a minimum of eight times. Cause every time I went outside, it just melted straight off my face. Uh, Cause we filmed it all outside. And, um, but they were like, okay, we want you to go down this water slide. Here's the GoPro. Everybody had their cameras out and the, the drone was out. So they caught it on the drone. And uh, the first time I went down, I, you know, fully clothed, dry clothes. Well, I didn't get the quote air they wanted me to get. I was like, yeah, it was fun. Let's do it again. Well, I had lotion to my legs because, you know, I was in shorts and for a video shoot, I don't want to look like I had ashy, nasty, you know, <laughs> chicken legs. So uh, <laughs> I had lotion to them. Well, you know, what happens to lotion when it gets wet? It gets slick. so the first time I went down I was fully closed I wasn't I didn't I wasn't lubed up enough (laughs) and they're like wait you didn't get the air we wanted when did you go down one more time we're gonna try to get it again I was like okay well my husband was waiting on the other end because people apparently had been flying off of this slide I did not know this Pam was not aware people were flying off the slide and hitting the ground and me not knowing that excuse me hang on I have allergies. Um, didn't know. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll go up again. Well, my husband thought, well, I didn't go off the first time. I'm not going to go off the second time. So he's over the running his mouth talking to people. Everybody's got their video cameras out. And the second time I went down, I flew off of it and onto the ground. <laughs> but I didn't know what to do. The, the girl next to me, my friend from across the street, who's also in the video, her name's Kim. She went over the top and landed on her feet because she just went over and whoop, landed on her feet. She's like, well, I, I was watching them. I knew they were flying off. So I wasn't going to let myself fly off. I was like, I didn't know. So I just literally didn't slow myself down. I didn't do anything. I just swooped right off of it. But I had a bruise. I hit the ground. Everybody hurt. I mean, here's how you know when you're old. When you fall, nobody laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> they all came running. over, like, oh my God, are you okay? Because apparently you could hear bones break, but they didn't. So that's how I know I'm still sturdy. Uh, <laughs> But I can tell you, uh, I had a bruise the size of Montana on my left leg. I bruised on my, because I landed on my left side, um, thought I broke my right elbow trying to catch myself. Because once I was in the air, I couldn't do anything. I was like, oh my God, you know, you you panic. Mm. Where am I going? I'm about, this is not going to be good. (laughs) And there's nothing I can do.
0: (laughs) So this water, I'm going to watch the video now. You said cranking up the crazy. I wrote it down so I could look it up. So this water slide didn't end in a pool of water.
1: Oh no, no! It's <laughs> an, it's one of those. It was one of those uh, aired up, like jumpy, bouncy house slides.
0: Oh okay, I'm gonna watch the video now. So they yeah. got the shot. That's probably the shot they used too. You go flying off, right?
1: There's there's four shots.
0: Oh, okay.
3: So it's
1: it's 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 kind of a collage in the in the. So you have to stop and rewind it and watch each shot, so you can see each angle of me hitting the ground. <laughs> and it's okay to laugh. Like I kind of laughed at the time, but I hit my face on the ground. I hit my, you know, I like I said, landed on my left side, but I tried to stop my, because I couldn't figure out for the longest time why my right elbow hurt so bad, because I thought, like, I had disjointed it, Um, but I went back and watched the video, and I was like, oh, when I first hit, I tried to catch myself on my right, on my my right side, Um, but I hit the left, but yeah, I had, like, a big strawberry on my face from where I hit the ground, my hair was all over my face, and everybody came running over to me, oh my god, are you okay, because all you heard was...
0: Well, they didn't make you go down it again, did they? No, no
1: I, was <laughs> not, I was done. But, you know, I can laugh about it now, but the good thing is I had been drinking that day. So, uh, cause they kept giving me these Trulys, you know, they were like, cause it was hot outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, thirsty. They're like, you have another one. I was like, okay. So I wasn't drunk, but I was, I was feeling good.
0: You probably hurt the next uh, day, right?
1: <laughs> I was sore the next day and the bruise grew. Like it went from like, maybe the size of Arkansas. And then it went like Texas. And then like, it was huge. Like it all the way down my leg by the time, uh, my whole thigh. And then here's the funny thing. So it bruised my leg on the left side. And then my knees where my knees clapped together. I was bruised. And then behind my knees, I was bruised. I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, arm was bruised. My face, luckily. Um, I just, when I got up, I checked for teeth. Cause my hair was all on my face and grass all over me. Cause I was wet now. And, uh, and of course everybody came running. I was like, and I was, I was like, I was feeling for my teeth. I was like, okay. Teeth are still intact. Any, any blood I'm feeling for blood all over my face. I'm like, okay, no blood. Cause I knew I hit the ground. I hit it hard and my face hit the ground. Um, and I was feeling my head make sure I was you know, okay. Everything's intact. I have no, no broken skin, no blood's coming out. My teeth are all still here. We're good. And I'm kind of moving my, I'm like, okay, no broken bones. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you seen? It's more like in Ohio, but I think they got there's like these water slides where you go flying down and it shoots you in the air into the lake.
1: Yes, I saw it. Now is is that one? Okay, wait. I cannot remember where'd you say it was. I remember. I thought it was Ohio.
0: Was. Might have been West yeah. Virginia.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but I would love to go on those. If as long as I'm landing in water, right. I'm good. You know, and I don't hit the bottom. You know, I, I don't want to hit sticks and stuff like that. If it's if it's safe and they're you know they know. Yeah, I'm all oh, yeah. about
0: that. I love that stuff. It's it's I found it by like because like I said, YouTube has everything. So we was watching the world's most dangerous water slides. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, because I want to go do this. And they they had a place um in Mexico or is it Bahama? It might be Bahamas where you like you go water sliding and you go underneath this like lagoon with sharks.
1: Oh, that's Atlantis. I've been At- there.
0: Atlantis. Is it yeah. in the, is that in Bermuda?
1: No, that's in the Bahamas. It's in Nassau. Okay. So okay. yeah, you get go to Nassau and you take a little ferry over to Atlantis and it's a hotel. And yeah, you go, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. So we that,
0: on that one. I want to go do it, but that video led me to the water slide where like, ooh, and they get sliding down and you shoot out. Now there's a thing here in, in Georgia, um, white Whitewater, if you've been to Whitewater, they've got a thing called the yeah. cliffhanger. Have you, have you rode that? I
2: don't think so.
0: It's like 10 stories straight down. So what you do is you sit in it and then you slide down all of a sudden you drop and it's like 10 stories straight down i mean it's got an angle so you don't go like straight down but it's like it feels like straight down my my oldest son who's 24 now he was like maybe 10 or 11 and i made him do it i said we got to go do this come on we're gonna walk all the way up he's like i don't want to i was like if you go we're gonna do it it's time to grow up let's go do it i'll do it you do it <laughs> so i went there and i did it and then we got a i wish i could find a video he went up there and did it and he lessons already did it. He went down, but he freaked out. So when he's going down, his legs are spread, his arms are spread. He's trying to slow himself down, going down the slide and there ain't no slowing down. Gravity took over.
1: Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. It's just, you know, uh,
0: <laughs> but it, but it went slide. so you like came into this big thing of water. And then just water went everywhere, but it didn't, like I said, it didn't fall off. At least it stopped you. It's like a drag race. like the chute is water. It just stops you.
1: Yes. No, I'm like anything like that. I love, but then I start thinking about my age and I'm like, you know, at what point am I going to think I'm too old to do this? You know, like that's probably not safe. I don't I know. I haven't got there, there yet. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> well, my kids were laughing. If that makes any difference, they had to turn around because my daughter goes, I got peed my pants." <laughs> so That was so funny. <laughs> I was like, you the a hooch.
0: <laughs> I know my kids like like to do this old. stuff. How old is she?
1: She's, well, she's 17 now. She was 16 at the time of the video. My son was 15. They were both laughing. But they yeah. had to turn around. She's like, I'm about to pee my pants. I'm laughing so hard. And I was like, really? And she's like, well, I mean, once we knew you were okay.
0: <laughs> we were still laughing, but if it was okay, if you wasn't okay, we would have stopped laughing.
1: <laughs> right. But all the adults were like, holy crap. <laughs> Right. I run running over. And of course, Jason goes, Well, you didn't come flying off, my husband. He's like, Why was there to catch you the first time? I was like, Why didn't anybody tell me about this catching thing? What are you <laughs> talking about? Oh, well, we had watched people go off of it all day because everybody had their, you know, that was in my, my video. Like they, you know, someone brought their kids out and that was there so they could just play on it mm-hmm. while we were video shooting. And I was like, uh, uh, But nobody told me this because I had no clue. They said, Well, we thought you saw it. And I was like, no, I'm shooting a video. I have no clue what's going on on the other side of this daggum land, you know, where this water slide is. You know, no, I didn't know. And my husband was like, "Why well, did think you go off. I, I was there to catch you the first time, but you didn't go, you didn't get any air. And I was like, oh, so the second time you were over there running your mouth, talking to somebody and didn't pay attention when I went down. And then you were like, whoops, <laughs> I think I was supposed to be there. <laughs> your butthole could have broke some bones, but no, I, bought, I didn't. I bought that's I how I know I'm know still I'm still sturdy. So that's why I know I'm still sturdy. So yeah,
0: good. I, I took a, like a big ladder. Cause mine is like, I got, to have a trampoline for the kids. <clears> and so I took like a big, um, that's a 16. I jumped from the 16 foot. I was going to do higher, but I started with 16 feet. So I took the 16 foot ladder and I jumped off to the trampoline. Now, my idea was I'm going to land on my back. I'll be fine. Well, I jumped and I couldn't twist fast enough and I landed <laughs> on my side and my head bounced off the mat. And so I ended up giving myself a concussion and my wife goes, you are too old for that. You need to stop that shit right now.
1: I'm like, right. Okay. I was like, well, ask me later when
0: I remember this conversation.
1: Right. Well, I'm I'm older than you and I don't think I'm too old. So that's how you go. I sit there and go, you know, but I cannot imagine like my mom at my age doing the things I do. Um, I mean, I've launched off stage on accident, of course, in mm-hmm. financials. <laughs> yeah, I just, my heel caught the stage wrong and down I went. But I didn't break anything. And I just kind of got up and my partner was like, hey, it's a hoedown. I'm like, yeah, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> hoedown, hoedown. <laughs> yeah, they make fun of me. But yeah, well, my, my boss, uh, her name is Susan. She actually fell off the stage last week. She Put it on her story or on her Facebook. She's like, Hey, we went and found it on the security camera. Watch this. <laughs> she sure does. She steps on whomp, right on the floor, and I was like, How did you do that? <laughs> I, I didn't know what a laugh or be like, Whoops,
0: <laughs> right? Every see, now that happens with I imagine that happens a lot. Like, I've never fell off the stage playing. Now I have stumbled a couple of times, but I have I've caught myself. I can imagine there's, that's probably happens a lot, especially with women. We having to wear heels and stuff, and then you
3: trip. That's over probably
1: what, what what scares me. So, you know, I do. I wear five, six inch heels on stage. Um, well, between four and six, depending. Most of my heels are like five inch heels. That's kind of my thing. Like mm-hmm. um, people come in and literally go, like, "What shoes are you wearing tonight?" Because I have got so many pairs of shoes, and I, if they're wild or they're better, I wear them. I don't care. Uh, but I sit at a piano you know, most of the night and I get up and play drums, but I'm not up on my feet a whole lot. But when my band does stuff right now, I'm still sitting behind the keyboard and we're talking about, you know, me fronting a lot of the music but in like adding an extra player mm-hmm. so that I don't have to st- sit back there, you know, so I can actually interact with the crowd a little better and all that stuff during our band sets. But I'm sitting there thinking, what shoes do I wear? Because if I stand long enough in heels, my feet will hurt really bad um and i'm sitting there going, okay i'm gonna stand for an hour hour and a half and do an hour and a half set in heels that's not happening so now i'm looking for you know different types of lower heel shoes because i'm afraid i'm gonna be in those heels and i'm going go tumbling off a big stage not you know two foot up in the air it's gonna be like 15 feet you know try to crowd surf and they miss you <laughs>
0: whoops <laughs> if i try to crowd surf now i think i'd scare people that just jump out of the way. Like, I'm not catching that.
1: Right. That's what I'm talking about. And then I'm like, well, that didn't go like planned.
0: (laughs) See, And that that goes back to the outdoor ed stuff. We had to do a, a thing where it's like a spider web and we had to pick everybody up. You had to go through every hole that they had and it had like a little bell attached and you couldn't let the bell ring. So I remember doing that and because, so I had to hold somebody up and then we had to slide them through it and then that was part of it. And then I remember... We also got to go chicken fight on the telephone wires. We climbed up on to top of the telephone lines and we chicken fighted. That was, it was fun. Was with it pillows. like a,
1: like kind of like what we call a ropes course, uh, kind of like the ropes courses we have here? We have some places out here that do like a ropes course. Like
0: kind that. of, but it was actually the power lines because we didn't have any more <laughs> <rope> courses. <laughs> so we had somebody down at the bottom holding a rope while you're up there and you're yeah. pillow fighting, chicken fighting with other people.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. We, we did, we do that for like team building and stuff. It's probably assuming that's kind of what they were trying to build is like, you know, how to help each other, how to solve a problem, you know, in a team environment. We had
0: one of the, my friends, a football player, he was was like 300 pounds and they had like a 150 pound boy holding him at the bottom. I'm like, that is not going to end well. And it didn't, he got knocked off the thing. So he fell and he slowed him down enough that he didn't break anything but he still went flat right on the ground. And the guy sure. that was holding him got picked up off the ground when he fell because he couldn't hold him. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, that's yeah. he didn't break nothing. Thank God. He was lucky. He didn't break anything. Right. That was, right. That was one of those things where he, you know, when we did uh, anytime we did anything else, I had to help him because nobody else could even move him. So we did Thank a, um a big, the wall, we had to jump the wall. So I had to be, because it was me and him were the biggest guys there. I was playing football. He played football. He was three hundred pounds. I was like one eighty, so I could lift him. <laughs> so my I had to get thrown up there on the thing. So I had to climb up <laughs> on the wall and I had to reach down and pick him up. And I said, "This guy's three hundred pounds, if not more." So there, all the kids are trying to lift him up, and I've got to pull him from the top of this wall to get him onto the wall so we can pull everybody else up. And I almost mm. got pulled over top of the wall but i got them up and then after that everybody else was easy we just grabbed their hands and yanked them up the wall
1: yeah yeah (laughs) wow it sounds like it would have been a fun class though so
0: i bet they don't do that anymore but i bet they're too scared to
1: yeah oh yeah too many lawsuits somebody break a bone or yeah there's no telling i don't know i'm not school anymore thank god
0: Right. That was a fun class. I miss that class. I know they don't have it. My kids like, what? You got to do that? No, that's not fair. We want to do that stuff. I was like, Hell, they won't even let you ride your bike without a helmet anymore.
1: Well, I know. <laughs> Crack your head open. Yeah. Right.
0: I yeah. had a, we were at the park and I had my kids riding. I didn't make them ride their helmet wear their helmets. They were riding. And this lady, I could hear talking to you. oh, they need to put their helmets on. And I'm like, they're okay. And as soon as I said that, my son goes, and fell.
1: He's fine. It's just a broken head. <laughs> he,
0: he was little, so he just cried. Hey little man.
1: I couldn't I couldn't keep my uh my kids. Like we bought them helmets and uh they uh yeah, they wouldn't keep them on. I was like, where's your helmet? Oh, it's got spider webs in it, and I'm not putting it on my head. <laughs> Go rinse it off. I'm fine, mom. I'm like, all right. Don't come complain to me when you hit your dog in.
0: Now you mentioned something you can come across. My wife just got home. Hi, Yv. That's Pamela.
1: Hi, Pamela. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Peachy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have
0: fun. <laughs> she just telling me how she busted her ass on a water slide.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes, I did. You're gonna get to see it later. He's gonna play it for you.
0: Yeah, I'll play the video later so you can see it. <laughs> You're right. I may put it on a. I may put it on a podcast. page. like here's my next guest. Introducing. <laughs>
1: you can't I'm good I mean it's there so you might as well
0: (laughs) now you say you have your own Vivo channel how did did. you get how did you get a Vivo channel I don't think you can do that how do you get a Vivo
1: channel um so I did some research on it and um so you know YouTube if you don't have a thousand followers and you don't have 4,000 hours of I guess plays or whatever you can't monetize Mm -hmm. So I have my artist channel. And then, so I started looking at, well, how can I monetize my, you know, my official music videos. And so everything goes on my Vivo channel. But what I did is when when I did some research on how to get a Vivo channel, you basically have to go through a third party. You can't just do it. There's like a very few, they have access to whatever this Vivo network is and you pay them. So you pay them yearly for the subscription and there's like rules to it, like, uh, you know, what kind of videos to put on there. You can't just put jacked up stuff on there. It's got to be like quality videos because that's what it's for. It's, you know, it's basically for music artists right. to, you know, put out their official music videos, but with a Vivo channel, you are immediately monetized. So the first view on any of my stuff automatically makes me money. Now I have not made back what I paid into it, but hopefully eventually I will, you know, but that's the whole point is it, it helps you, um, I guess, look more official and mm-hmm. you're automatically monetized no matter how many followers you have. That's cool. Yeah. So and you get the little Vivo thing at the bottom. So yeah, there, you can do it. It's just, you have to, like, I go through Marvment Entertainment and I pay them. And so I paid them for four channels so I could have four channels if I wanted to. And mm-hmm. um, I sold one of the channels to a friend of mine because he wanted it and he didn't want to pay, you know, the, the whole amount. So he just paid me for a fourth of it. And so I've got two other channels now that I could actually technically sell. If somebody had official music videos they were putting out, they could just buy those two for me and they would all be under my account. But then you have your own. So okay. like I give them the, the password and the, the username and they go in and they upload their video and you have like a support team that helps you, but you can't change anything on it yourself. Everything is run through this third party. So I can't go on there and put any information about myself on there. I have to go through them to do it because I have no access to it. Okay. So I, I don't like that part of it because I want to be able to customize my stuff, but you can't.
0: Now, you're also part of uh, <laughs> ISSA like I am with the songbirds yeah. of my band. And I noticed you're up for a couple awards. I voted for you.
1: Thank you. I'm up for seven.
0: I think for three, I got for the podcast for the, and then my band. Yes, ma'am is up for two. And I your, saw that your band
1: you, is yes, ma'am
0: stands for middle-aged men. Yes, ma'am.
1: Ah, oh, I love it. You know, my, my band name is, is uh, a <laughs> Pamela Hopkins in the midlife crisis band.
0: <laughs> See, perfect. I knew I liked you for a reason.
1: Yeah, because we are like, what, what do we call ourselves? Because otherwise it's Pamela Hopkins band, you know, because they're just my musicians behind me. But uh, two have been with me the whole time, which is my guitar player and my bass player, or my guitar player and my drummer. And they're like, well, you know, we're all kind of like <laughs> a little older. It's a midlife crisis band. Yep. So if you watch the Cranking Up To Crazy, you'll see that'll say Pamela Hopkins in her midlife crisis band. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, ISSA.
0: Uh, you have you tried that Roku TV thing? Have you uploaded anything of yours up there yet?
1: I don't know how to. How do you do? I don't know how to do it. That okay. I don't
0: know yet because I don't even have any videos. I'm cheap, so I have to. I have to um, get some videos done. But we are about to do a video for uh, a song <laughs> that we wrote for soldiers for PTSD and suicide awareness. We've got some. Uh, what we did is we went and videoed a bunch of soldiers and they sat down in front of us and they told their stories. And most of them are from Vietnam. So they were telling all these Vietnam stories and then we're going to play the music and then we're playing taps at the end. So we've got the idea and we've got some of the footage. So that's going to be the first video that we actually do. So I don't know how they, they do it because uh, to said that it, it doesn't go through I, it's, it goes through roku there's like all kinds of things that you have to do it can't be lyrical it has to be um i'm sure if you get it on vivo i'm sure it'd be fine
3: it'd be right.
1: like a video well and i've got um through uh michael stover um and mts management um that's who i used i don't know if you use a management team do you use a management team
0: i don't i probably should
1: he he's been wonderful um he's gotten me a lot of podcasts a lot of interviews and i've watched my numbers on spotify I go from 75 listeners a month like a year ago mm-hmm. i've got uh, as of today i had twelve thousand. yeah so it, it's it's worth your money if you have a budget for that but um he's he's awesome and tell him i sent you that way oh, I I've, I've, I've talked to I,
0: michael because when yeah, i started yeah. this podcast he sent me he <laughs> sent me so many people for the songs like here everybody is like okay, Michael, I, I said, I only, I only put four in each week. <laughs> right. So I've got, I've got a line of 200 songs that goes in.
1: But now, that's, I mean, but that's good though, because then that keeps you where you're not having to search for people, you know, yeah. you work with the management team like that. But um, he's, he has sent me because I do have official music videos out um, and I try to put one out. I try to do one for each song I put out in the last you know year. I've got my first one was forever. Mm-hmm. um, which I put out two years ago. And then that was the first video I did. Um, and then I did crank up the crazy, which is my first release of 2020. And then I didn't do one for the me you could have had, we were going to, but the hurricane happened in Florida. We were going to fly to Florida and do it on the beach. Okay. Uh, just me singing songs as a slow song that I wrote. Um, and that didn't happen. So we just did a lyrical video for it and then I did one for Little Rock Famous and then one for somebody here's walking and then I did little things. And so the next song I have coming out is Given a Damn Don't Go With My Outfit. And that one drops May 7th, but we're hoping I'm hoping to get the video scheduled to drop hopefully a week later okay. if not on May 7th. But um, through through MTS management he has sent me all kinds of opportunities where my videos I upload them and give them to these contacts he has, and I'm telling you, my video plays have gone up. So with uh, somebody here is walking, I want to say that, um, say we we released that one early January, and it got like I want to say like over a thousand views pretty quickly, like pretty quickly, you know, which for an independent artist that's good. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, I'm over a thousand a thousand people have seen my video. Oh, yeah. Um, I stuck it on it, Then it went up to like 2000 and 3000 kind of on its own. And then I got with Michael and he started sending me these links of since they are fully produced. They're not just uh, sitting around doing a video. They are actual music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent me a couple of links and they've gone on some websites for people watch, I guess, country music videos. And I'm up to almost 7000 you know, on that's that cool. video and, uh, little things came out, not even three weeks ago and it's up over 3000 video views.
0: Yeah. I like that song when it was in the, the countdown. And if oh, you want to put you. your other one in there, send, send me, any, and I told, that's kind of how I told Michael I would do it is he, he introduced me to all these people and I just reach out when I play it. And then once your song's eliminated, you can always send me more songs and I'll put it in. Like they there's a waiting list, but like, if that's dropping on the seventh, I'll, I can kind of match it to when, that friday right close to it and i'll put it in there so i kind of do that for people so that that keeps it also with i know i got 200 something songs and i get everybody in but a lot of people have sent me multiple songs so what i do is i'll play theirs and then i'll wait a couple weeks and then i'll add another one of theirs in and right now because i'm doing the georgia versus north carolina songwriter showdown
1: i saw that on your site
0: Yes. It's so much fun. The, the first round, some of the people got eliminated. I'm going to let their songs, they sent me songs. I'm going to put into the countdown on Friday.
1: Now that's totally a fan fan voted thing, right?
0: It is. It's totally fair. And
1: I've got, I've got a few things that like, I I feel like because I've got a few things that are kind of like that, that I'm putting it out so much that people just forget to even do it anymore. They're just like, she keeps asking.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's and it's not about and it's more it's not about the the best song because sometimes the best song only lasts a week i mean it does and that's it's more about promoting and sometimes people just like i said they they, they get busy like if you're actually playing and doing stuff you don't have time to do to sit there and, and vote and send everybody out and i get that but what i'll do is like i said i put it on there so I'll, it plays on three online radio stations to 54 countries um and then people vote. And then if you get enough to stand in the top 10, great. If not, it doesn't mean anything as far as your song. I've had, you know, I tell people don't get upset or mad. I said, it's just, yeah, I don't. It, you know, there's some people that they, their mainstream is to take these, these online stuff. And that's how they do it. And that's fine. I have no problem with it. You know, if, if they get 300 votes or if they get five votes, you know, it's five votes.
1: Well, I always get, you know, one, one fan is one fan more than I had. So right. that's kind of how I look at it. And like I said, if I've gone from 75, you know, people listening a month on my Spotify to I'll give you the exact number right now. I'm to look, uh, 12,048 monthly listeners. So that's a lot that's in the last 28 days and two right. days ago, two days ago, it was 11,000. So I went up a thousand in two days.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm like, well, that's, you know, eleven thousand or twelve thousand people. You can't fake that number. <laughs> like, no,
3: nope.
1: I can fake five or ten. Right. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like I get a five or ten. You know, email. you can't fake twelve thousand. And so I'm like, so even though I love being a part of that kind of stuff and I get excited and you're like, yeah, 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 you know, um, it's not the end all be all. And so I don't get I don't get my don't get my, fi- my feelings hurt if I'm like, well, you know. So-and-so song got more votes because maybe she had more friends and they voted and mine didn't, you know, because mine, yeah. mine are tired of hearing it.
0: <laughs> and and I've heard that before. Like, oh, I put so many out there, you know, and then I was like, well, look, I said, it's it's not about, it's not even about the the music itself. I mean, you, you want want good stuff played and you want to get it out there. It's more about networking. That's why I put everybody in the, in the group messenger. And then if they don't, if they're eliminated, I usually take them out and they say, want to stay or I get busy and forget to take them out because there's in that group messenger, there's a lady that does sync music. There is, uh, well, Gary backed out because he, he said his, his phone kept going off. So he's like, I had to, I had to get out of the group. Um, but he does the stuff for the indie music radio submissions. Um, I'm sure there's more, I think Michael's in there. I think I put him in there. I asked him if he wanted, he may be in that group still, uh, management groups. I know there's a, a a booking agency that's in there that watches. So I mean, it's more about talking to each other and just following and and, and networking. That's what it's right. for. And then it's for the fans It's get music. Yeah, it's great to hear it. I love to hear the music. Some of the songs that last surprise me. Some of the ones that get voted out quick surprise me. But again, it's like you said, it's more of do they have? What do they have time for? I mean,
1: right. and, and a lot of people that are voting probably because I know even like if I'm promoting my song they're not my my friends aren't going to be listening to everybody else's songs they're just yeah. going to be voting for mine so you know it, it's the time that if somebody actually like i'll go in and actually listen to people's songs and be like oh i like that one or oh i didn't quite like that one mm-hmm. you know uh because i'm a musician but a lot of people were, were trying to get to vote for us don't take the time to listen to anything else but yours you know yeah. they, but they don't even listen is. they
0: just vote for you
1: yeah <laughs> right well so then you tap them too much and they're like i'm tired of voting for this crap like why are you, you quit asking yep well you know? see i made a,
0: a spotify playlist that's why i made a playlist because i mean you can just go listen follow it and listen to it and i update it every week i change it right. and then like your song little things will be in the volume two one that i've made it will always be there you can go in there and i know people put on spotify and just kind of put it in the background sometimes yeah why not i mean you're you're not gonna make a lot of money off of it but at least it's getting you something
1: right 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 well and like i said i i've been highly impressed with uh just the job like i said that, that michael's done for me and and the traction i've gotten with little things and hopefully my next song giving a damn don't go with my outfit will get even more because i think the title if people are like I, i've already gotten everybody going like i just i love the title of it Yeah, uh-huh. it's like
0: a jody messina song
1: Right. So my give it am's busted. Right. Uh-huh. So it makes you want to listen to it. And, um, you know, I co-wrote that one with a couple of Nashville writers and had the idea and they were, I was like, I think this will be a fun song. And then we just started writing it and it came out in about an hour and a half, two hours done. And then we're, I recorded it back in October and, you know, we have really, I release one song about every 10 weeks. So Okay. Uh, one at a time. That way you can have time to promote it and, you know, you get it out there. And I've even got a whole merch line with this song already started. So I saw know, people, that. Yeah. So I designed, I designed with uh, my friend Jen. She's a, a designer. We designed the label for that, the logo for it. And then I copyrighted it. I was like, that's a pretty badass logo. So I've got
0: <laughs> to copyright
1: a, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I copyrighted that. I sure did. Please. Look, please. Please, please, please try to, if I catch you, I'm a, I'm, I'm small. I'll go after you.
0: (laughs) Who did you actually write it with? Can you say the
1: writers? Yeah. uh, Dave Linehan and Melissa Lee. So they're my Melissa. You know, Melissa. Yeah. So um, Melissa Lee, I met her back in the summer right after cranking up the crazy came out and her and I were uh, talking. Uh, We met through Facebook and Mm -hmm. uh, she was looking, Hey, I'd love to write. And, blah, blah. blah. We were part of a group together and um, we called, you know, she called me and we talked for a little while and we're like, Hey, let's get a writing session together. And um, her and I uh, talked about a time and she said, Hey, my, my buddy, Dave is really good. He's got a guitar and I usually go to his house and that's how, you know, he just knows what's in my head. Mm -hmm. So can we include him? And I said, yeah. And so we started writing. We've probably completed, Between me, him, me, Dave, and her, because sometimes she's not there because she's been moving and moving around and, you know, settling down again back in Michigan. And um, so she's missed a couple of our writing sessions. But between the three of us, we've probably together written since September-ish. We've probably completed 12, 13, 14 songs.
0: Now, she was actually, her song (laughs) Home was the first song that I retired from the countdown because it lasted 12 weeks. She had a fan base or i think her and joe they had somebody they voted they had a lot of votes so she was like number one twice i think so that's and cool. then she was the first one that i retired and that's when i realized i had to retire song because she wasn't going anywhere <laughs> the, the votes yeah. kept coming in i was like okay and she wanted to do more songs which i've got another one of hers um hang on I'll tell you um that's saved that i'm supposed to put into the countdown here soon it won't be this week, this Friday, probably next Friday. It is, I think I am is what it's called. Let me see. Cause I told her to send me something and she did. Yeah, I am. That's a song that she sent to me.
1: Hmm. I'll have so to listen to that'd it. That'd be in,
0: in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. So she co-wrote, Giving a damn, do go with my outfit with me along with Dave. So Good. we also co-wrote, um, she helped me finish, her and Dave helped me finish Back When, which is my next release after this mm-hmm. one will come out in the summer. Um, and then we've written, try to think of what else we wrote together that's coming out, One More Last Kiss, the slow song that comes out later on in the year. Mm, I think am thinking. I think that's all I have of the three of us that have written this year. And I've got some more like in my my Google documents that, and I've work tapes. So when I go back in the studio, I'll have some more that we yeah. can, we can do so we're we're writing usually around every other week we're writing a song so
0: I like see I like co-writing uh, and I know zoom opens it up so much for people now like right. I was I was talking to uh miss Freddie who's part of MTS. she's actually um gonna cover one of my songs who's this Freddie Stover miss Freddie she goes by miss Freddie
1: I guess I know her
0: yeah she's part of the uh, MTS. Michael sent me one of her stuff too so I said he sent me so much. I got he he I got my email so full I have to I actually had to start writing down everything that he sent to me so <laughs> I could keep track of it. I was like, okay, which one is Michael's? I was like, okay, Michael, the other <laughs> people are taking over my countdown. Let's see who else you have.
1: Well, like I said, it keeps you busy though. At least you don't have to, you don't have to beg for, you know, people.
0: No, yeah. I still reach out to like some of the Georgia artists that don't know about it because that's the whole point of the, when I started the Georgia songbirds was to help Georgia independent artists get noticed. And then when I started, I had more people from Tennessee reach out to me He's like, yeah, you can come on. I'm not going to tell you no. I mean, why, why would I, this, this podcast, that's what it's for to introduce people to independent artists. And will you get noticed? I can't say yes. I can't say no. I mean, but never. Know. I've had, I've had a few people that one guy got signed. Another guy is like really big in Spotify. You know, I, I can't take credit for it, but if they want to throw credit my way, I'll take it.
1: Right. Well, sometimes it's hard. I know with me to know what is, is getting us the place because like with, you know, because I, I pay Michael as my my PR person and he's who, you know, but he's got me spread in so many different places yeah. that you don't know where the listens are coming from. You don't know. Right. Like, I have no clue. I just know that he sends stuff my way. I take it. I do it. And and my my streams and stuff go up. So I don't know if it would be from yours or from this podcast that I did yesterday or four days ago, or right. my video play went out on five sites. I don't know which site is getting the hits. I have no clue.
0: Yeah. And honestly, and, it doesn't matter because it's just, you're getting, you're getting hits. That's all that matters.
1: right? But it's hard to know who to give credit for, to go like, you know, Hey, you know, so it may be a collective
3: mm-hmm.
1: thing, which I, which I'm fine with because, you know, Spotify streams and Spotify listeners and fans and things that you gain, you know, for an independent artist, you want it to equal on the business side into some type of money for you. So you can mm-hmm. keep doing your craft. Because I still have to pay bills. I still have to, you know, and I have a full-time job as a dueling piano player. Well, I say full-time, we're only two nights a week right now because of COVID. So we're trying to add those nights back now that things are opening back up. But, um, you know, so my pay is down. You know, I play three, four nights a week there. I'm only playing two. So my pay is down by a third to a half of what I'm normally used to making. So the streams that usually cost whatever your subscription is, you know, $14.99 a month putting it on replay helps me helps the other independent artists because even though it's not a lot per play they add up you yeah. know you got if you got 10 people streaming your stuff on repeat you know it just overnight or whatever that can help a lot because that that adds up and it equates to you know and I was figuring just on the business side of it you know which with, with each song that I put out by the time I've written it i've sent the work tape i've had it produced i've had it recorded i've had it mixed and mastered i've paid cd baby to distribute it. i've done ads and promotion i've put a video out you're looking at you know almost two thousand dollars by the time you've done everything Mm -hmm. um and the cost of it well you know most of us independent artists don't get that much back right well i obviously could do it way cheaper but what I've found that if I do it cheaper, I don't get the results because I don't have the quality
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. people want to listen to good quality music. So you have to pay a good quality, you know, you want a good quality Mac, you know, mastering person, uh, a good quality person who how to mix and, you know, I, the studio I go to does both luckily, but, um, some of my older stuff, I'm going to have to have, you know, remastered. So it sounds better because even though it you know, it sounds pretty good and the average ear wouldn't hear the difference, I, I can hear the difference now that I, I'm more educated on it. But, you know, you look at, like I said, all the expense that you're doing for your song to get played right. and to get, you know, the, the airtime it needs. It costs money. Right. You know.
0: And and that's, that leads to a good point, too. Like, I don't charge anybody to put their songs on here. I never will. I'll never do that because, you know, I I don't see the point in it, but I know there's people out there that will take advantage of music. There's so many sharks out there that you, you pay all this money and get nothing in return. Like I said, with this, you just send me the music. I'll play it. I don't, like I said before, about the, the, getting credit credit goes to the artist because you guys made the songs you made the music all i did is i took the mp3 or the link you sent to me and i put it into a playlist and then i said here you go everybody here's the song that's all i did for it
1: right and and so you know i get hit up all the time especially in some of these groups like hey do you want airplay and of course i'll respond yeah absolutely well just send 50 dollars over to our co-. and i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not paying you to play my music i already pay enough just to, to just to put it out there and you want right. more money. I get that you have to make money. You know, I get that. And this is your way of making money, but at the same time, understand that, you know, I have so many free avenues. I don't, I don't have to do that, but some yeah. people don't know that.
0: So, yeah, when I make money through my real job. I call my right. real job, my full-time job. And then like I said, my music stuff for the band, I'll, that's how I'll make the money. Now right. this I'm trying to get sponsors. That's why I'll make the money. Cause you get right. sponsors for the, for the podcast. But like I guess with the artists, if anybody ask, if you go to if you if somebody wants you to pay them to be a guest, walk away. I mean, right? That's well, crazy. Well,
1: some blogs are that way too. And mm. I had to ask the one the one girl I was working with. I said, uh, "Why are they wanting to charge me? You know, fifty dollars to run my my article?" Well, because you know that's how they they make their money to write. And I was like, I get that, and so like I understand that. That's maybe their full time job, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're wanting to be featured but you can't guarantee me any exposure on that. Well, they have X amount of whatever. And I said, well, first of all, I have my own website and I know for a fact you can change your analytic at the bottom for people that see how many hits you've had. That's real easy. You just change the number in the back office. It's real easy. I can do it. You know, Oh, X amount of visitors, you know, so you don't know what's real and what's not. And, um, you know, I was recently featured on country rebel, um, which is also I got through Michael and um, their stuff's, you know, if you go to their Facebook page, you you know, country rebel is. Mm -mm. Okay. So if you go to their Facebook page, they have 8.6 million followers. Okay. So I did a cover of, I told you so by Randy Travis. And um, as of a few days ago, it had 76,000 views. Nice. Right. So things like that. And I don't, I don't think that that, I don't think they charge but you, they don't just put anybody on there. I don't know how they select. Yeah. Cause there's not just, you know, I don't know what their screening process is. And I don't know any of that because I just, I trust Michael to, to direct that. I just don't have time to look at all that. And I don't want, I got, I got tired of everybody's handout. You know, I'm like, I spent enough on this and I don't mind spending on advertising. I don't mind spending my money where I know I'm going to get results. And mm-hmm. that's, I've spent my money where I've gotten no results and, you know, people just taking your money. Like you said, there's so many sharks out there just wanting to, Hey, I can do this for you. And then you're like, okay. And then you give them 20 bucks or whatever, but they're getting $20 from, you know, 500 people. They're getting rich and not doing squat for it. Right. So I just, I'm, I'm at the, I'm not paying you unless somebody can tell me like Michael, um, he does a great job. I would highly recommend him to anybody. If you have a budget for it, you know, if you don't have a budget for it, but that's his job to find me people like you. Yeah, you know See, I, I, I don't thought have about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought about to get in touch with him for the band. <laughs> stuff. We'll get there one day. Like, right now, like I said, no, I've shouldn't. got with with all this with the podcast and with the Songbird Challenge going on right now. It's just, and I'm building I'm building a studio here at the house. I just honestly I don't have time. I mean, we we rehearse once a week, and then like so with bands, it's hard for bands to get full gigs here right now. So they want more acoustic stuff here. Right. So, I mean, you have to get like in downtown Atlanta and we just hadn't hit it. But like I said, there's a a Crest Point Entertainment Group is a promotion group here that's got stuff going. I'm I'm talking with them for the band just to help get us going. I said, I I always tease. We're going to make a mockumentary of my band because we've been through so many drummers, so many guitarists.
1: Yeah, you know, and that, I think that's the hardest thing, even with me. Like, um, I don't worry about my my drummer leaving. You know, he's like, no, I'm here. We've been best friends since, like, we were 12 years old. And he's like, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, my guitar player, this is what he does for a living. <clears throat> but, you know, he's got other bands that he's in. So sometimes mm-hmm. I worry about that because he might have other gigs or whatever. But we don't gig a whole lot because I have a full-time job doing music. Um, but I'd like to eventually, you know, tour. So that's my next thing is being able to find a good tour manager that's going to put me in contact with the fillers that I need that can't tour because I'm here in Arkansas so if I want to go out of state well all my band has except for well and Kish my guitar player actually has a job now too he teaches at a music school at night but um, you know being able to find musicians that are doing it full time that aren't going to quit on you don't have an alcohol or drug addiction um you know take your stuff seriously and it will travel and back you that's not always easy to find because a lot of people have second jobs you know that this isn't what they do full-time and uh so i get like the going through this is i'm on my third base player so fourth base player <laughs> so i don't you know i just, ugh, love them all but you know one he he couldn't he couldn't do it we switched him to uh Rhythm. And then he got sick and he was like, well, and then COVID hit. He didn't want to be Mm -hmm. around it. So there goes one. And then the second one, his hearing went out like he's older and he can't hear. He can't hear frequencies. And so I was like, I can't have somebody up on stage messing my stuff up because he can't hear. Mm -hmm. Got another one who was great, but he's around sick people all the time. And he's like, I can't take a chance right now with COVID. And so he's out until that clears up. And so now I've got to fill in bass player. So. (laughs) <laughs> i get it right <laughs> the struggle is real it and is then, and then if you can't pay him for rehearsals well i'm like i'm not that big yet like i'm trying to get there right
0: and <laughs> i've <laughs> hey, had a fun time doing this interview it's been <laughs> really too.
1: fun i appreciate it yeah so sometimes it's nice not to always just talk about my songs. so it's fun just to talk about other stuff
0: I always try to tell people, like I so said, these interviews, you never know where they're going to go. I mean, I always try to direct the music because that's why you came on, but we'll talk about life stories. And you know, if I hadn't talked to you, I wouldn't have known you landed on your ass flying off this. Right. The
1: <laughs> and now you have something to go look for and you got to watch it four times. You got to look at each angle,
0: <laughs> slow motion
1: <laughs> for real, for real. It's, so just know it, it hurt, but I, I laugh about it. Yes, I, you didn't, can... I didn't break anything. So we're good.
0: That's good. So tell everybody then where they can find you, all your social media stuff.
1: Well, so I just usually direct people to my website because okay. all of my social media links, all my YouTube links are right there on my website, which is uh, Music dot com real easy it's just my name with the word music attached to it so Pamela Hopkins music.com if you'd like to join my uh, email list which is free you basically get um, you're going to get the insights to the songs because I usually tell how we wrote the song in the in the email before the song comes out and they get a direct link to the song before it goes out to anybody else So my, my fan club, my free fan club gets that. Now you can also do the subscription fan club stuff, which comes with more benefits like discounts off merch. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're a -a Pamela, ding dong fan, which is, I want to say it's like $15 a month, but you get free merch. And then on like your birthday, I will do a special video for you or For somebody who you choose, where I'll directly sing happy birthday to them on video or do a song for them. Plus, those people get to hear songs that are silly that nobody else will ever get to hear because they're songs we have never released and probably never will. So <laughs> they get more like personal touches from me. So it, it like, you know, I think it's I say it's like fifty cents a day. So it's like fifteen a month. Um, mm-hmm. but like I said, if, if they'll keep their subscription for a while, they get I want to say it's like three free shirts and you know, all kinds of stuff.
0: And you need to do one of uh, those videos like the with the dog. Fifteen cents a day. You know, when the kid they show yeah. the kids or the dogs and have Sarah uh, for less than a cup I of remember?
1: coffee. For I less guess. than a cup of coffee.
3: What was you it get Angel access. Right?
1: Yeah, you get yeah.
3: <laughs> you, you need to Sarah do McLaughlin, video. yes. Sarah
1: McLaughlin in
0: the background. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. I knew it was Sarah. So I'm like, what yeah, is Sarah her McLaughlin. name?
1: Yeah, she does uh, the song "Angel," I think. Uh, but yeah, so for less than a cup of coffee a day, <laughs> you get uh, basically access to me. You know, um, and there, there's there, like I said, there's there's perks with that. Even if somebody emailed me and said, "Hey, like I'm giving you the 15 a month." um i would totally like have personal conversations with them. if they were like here's my phone numbers call me you know
0: hey i'm gonna do something we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna make that hang on I, I can share the screen with you real quick watch this now i want you to say the exact same thing and i'll probably have to delete it out of the podcast but for a cup of coffee <laughs> all right are you ready
1: I was, what are you doing are <laughs> oh, you gonna put that in the background yes I love
0: it. Okay, go. Let me, let me, I got to change the settings real quick again. But yes, and then you can tell them that. Okay. I could do the, I got to put it into the audio box that way. it. There you go. <laughs> All right. There you go. Tell your story. Can you hear it?
1: <laughs> no, but I'll just go ahead and do it. Ready? Mm-hmm. So if you would like to join my subscription plan, just go to PamelaHopkinsMusic.com and click on the subscription for the Pamela Ding Dong fan. For less than a cup of coffee a day, for just 50 cents a day, you too can be a part of the Pamela Ding Dongs. You're going to get free access to me, (laughs) free merch. And you're also going to be able to get an insight in all my songs that I write that will never be released. Some of them are silly, some of them are funny, and some of them are stupid. But you get to laugh along with us for less than a cup of coffee a day. So join now. Go to PamelaHopkinsMusic.com.
0: There you go. Stop sharing. Did you hear it?
1: (laughs) No. I could never hear it. But if you could hear it.
0: (laughs) I wonder if I did that right. (laughs) Let me change that setting then. I think I did that. I hope I did that right. Because <laughs> I got it on. Yeah. Sound effects. It's iTunes. Share. Did I hear it? I hear it now. Okay, do it again.
1: <laughs> oh, crap. <clears throat> okay.
2: Spend all your time with
1: If you would like to join the Pamela Hopkins Pamela Lama Ding Dong Club, just go to my website, PamelaHopkinsMusic.com. Join the Pamela Lama Ding Dong page for a simple 50 cents a day. So for less than a cup of coffee, you too can be a Pamela Lama Ding Dong. Again, just go to my website, PamelaHopkinsMusic.com to join Pamela Lama Ding Dong Fan Club. I don't know how you. I can't. I couldn't hear myself then, but I, I guess you could hear it. I could hear you. Yeah, I could only <laughs> hear music.
0: <laughs> yep, I could hear it.
1: So I was like, blah, 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 blah.
0: so when I go to edit it later, I'll. I'm I going to pull that out. I'll send you that clip.
1: <laughs> oh my god! So, so the Pamela I't Can I tell you about that real quick? Of course. Okay, and then then I know you have to go. But all right, so uh, I have the the guys that I play with, and I say guys because I, I'm one of the only females that play at the club at Willie D's. Um, and Susan plays there now as well because she's our she took over as our entertainment director. But for the longest time, I was the only girl, and so I get picked on. You know, that's just how it happens. I pick on them, they pick on me. These guys have be, like become some of my best friends mm-hmm. over the last eight years. Well, one of them, he always calls me, you know, he goes, Hey, y'all. And when we introduce each other. He always goes, And that's my partner all night long, everybody. It's Pamela Lama Ding Dong. And he starts playing uh, Pamela Lama, Pamela Lama Ding Dong. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Shamma Lama Ding Dong. It's the song, but he puts my name in it. And so he always calls me a Pamela Lama Ding Dong. And so when I was coming up with my Pam fan club, I was like, because people tell me, oh, I'm a Pam fan. And I was like, I got to have a Pam fan club. So you have the free one, which is the email list. And then you have the different levels. If you want to do a subscription, you have like a pay what you want subscription. And you have like a, you know, $5 subscription. And then you have the, the big one, the Pamela, ding dong. So that's how I came up with it. I was like, oh, you could, you too could be a Pamela, ding dong.
0: I like that. That's funny. I'm going to ask you one more question. Cause I ask every guest that comes on the show. All right. All right. Hidden talent.
1: I can tie a cherry stem with my tongue.
0: <laughs> there you go. I said you to do the video. You could, I could show the video, but he's like, nope, no videos.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't have any makeup on. I already told you. I like, I, I had not felt well today because I'm getting over the sinus mess and didn't even put on a bra today. You can't see that because all you see is my face, but right. I've got, uh, like I said, my two favorite colors, black and cat hair. So it's. <laughs> The snuggling with the cat today, taking naps on and off all day, and uh, no makeup, hair in a bun. You can see me, but they can't yep. see me.
0: Yep, and now all they hear the audio of it, so we good. I always <laughs> know is- now with women and tell me, "Is this a video?" And if I say yes, I say, "Okay, well, do I need to wear makeup?" I was like, "I don't care. I mean, I'd wear what you want. It didn't bother me none."
1: It's your image, yeah. Up yeah. Up no, if you if you'd have said, "Yeah, we have video," I would have went and like you know actually showered today. Yeah. I did shower this morning. I just didn't wash my hair, but.
0: Well, like I said, my internet's so bad to try even try to even do a video. It's just crazy. I mean, I could probably go live with Zoom, but I really don't know how to figure it out without messing with all the internet, and it probably would not do very good. So I was You're like, probably
1: pixelate, and I'd look all pixelated like. Yeah, this. so it wouldn't even matter.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, Pam, thank, thank you, you for coming on the show. Thank I had you, I had yeah. so much fun. I could talk to you for another hour.
1: Well, I appreciate, it. and I'm a talker, so if you say, I'll be like, blah, blah. oh, we've already been going like an hour and a half. So yep. there you go. Well, yeah. see, I
0: like those interviews because, you know, I've had interviews where people don't want to talk. They get nervous and you got to pull the questions out of them. And, you know, you ask the same things and try to figure out what you want, where you try to take them. And then there's other people like you that tell stories and that's what you want.
1: Yeah. Well, I got the I have the gift of gab, you know, Yep. which is funny here at home. I don't hardly talk at all.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't. And I tell people, they're like, cause you talk a lot. And I went, no, I talk to you a lot because I'm around my children at home and my husband and I see them all the time. Yep. So they, they hardly hear my voice unless I'm yelling at one of them, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, well, you don't, you must not, cause they, they kind of make fun of my husband. I bet she talks your ear off. And he's like, actually, no, she doesn't, you know, I'm quiet. I'm quiet more than he is. And that's because, you know, I tell people I need adult conversation and when you're around children all the time and around, you know, I, I have to talk to somebody.
0: <laughs> yep.
3: So
1: you get to be it, you know. Okay.
0: I'm honored. So thank you. There
1: you go. <laughs> well, thank you though for having me. I appreciate it. This is fun.
0: Not a problem. And it'll be out in a couple of weeks. Um, what I'll do is I'll put like some of your songs in in between. I'll cut them um, depending on the time. I'll let I'll let you know if we we'll put your new songs. If, if it times out that right. I will. If not, then because I'll put some songs in it before we release it.
1: Okay. I can send you, well, depend on the date that you're going to do it. Cause I don't want my song out there before May 7th. But, um, if you'll, if you'll email me and let me know like an exact date, cause I could, e- I've already got the link. I've already got the, it's already uploaded to CD baby. So I've already got the, uh, actual, okay. you know, the stuff. So, um, I've just got to, uh, make sure that they're on track doing what they're doing and get it, you know, put, push through an editorial playlist and, all that good stuff.
0: I think you're about a month back because I think I got like three or four more people in front of you that's coming out. Like Heather Ragnar is supposed to come out tomorrow. Miss Freddie, uh, Maxine mclennan has got a because um, I do album reviews. Her album review is coming out, and then I just did a uh, podcast yesterday for uh, McCartney Reinhardt and then yours. So I think I think you got about a month. So it's probably going to be after you release it anyway. And then so I'll, that, that's fine. That'll work.
1: Okay, well, just email me and I'll, I'll send okay. it. like remind me. Say, hey, this is the actual date, and if that fits, I'll just send it over to you. Perfect. You can cut it in there. Okay. Put me on the countdown. You got it. If people will listen to it, they'll actually like it. they like, that's <laughs> a Like that's a badass song. It's <laughs> it's like country rock. It's good. It's a good song. I, I can't, can't wait to I, hear it. Probably one of my favorite rights that we've done. So, and it's it has attitude. Like you talk about attitude. Ask Melissa. When we talked to her. Say, hey, what do you think about this song? She we like. It's badass. It's just a badass song.
0: <laughs> I have to, because I I want to hear. it. I can't wait to hear that. And I'll put it in. And like I said, it it'll play. And if you you'll get vote for it. And if you don't, it'll be in there. At least it's been played in fifty four countries. And you get you got some some people.
1: Right. Well, the summer's coming up, so crank it up. The crazy is a good summertime tune. If you haven't oh. uh heard that one yet, it's it's a fun song for summer.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I tell people you can send me as many songs as you want, and I'll get them all in. It's just gonna it's gonna take time. So depending on like, if you're in for 12 weeks, I'm going to give you a little bit of space before I put your next song in there because you've been in. The right, right, right,
1: right. So, well, and you know, you were talking about the military thing. I've got one out that I wrote um, from my wife's perspective because my husband went to Iraq um, back in 2004. Okay. And it's called "Giving Back to Us. It's out there. It's got a lyric video on there, but it's been out for, I want to say, two years now. Um, but it's one I wrote that I completely wrote all of it, everything. I did everything on it, So, but it's called Giving Back to Us, but it's one, one you might want to personally check out okay. since you're doing kind of the military thing. Yeah. You might like it.
3: Absolutely. But it's,
1: everything in it is a true story. Absolutely. So if you watch the lyric video on my artist channel, you'll see pictures of me pregnant, pictures of my husband over in war, and pictures of his, of his buddies. So it's a good video. I mean, I'll it's not it. the lyric video, but it's just pictures. Yeah. yeah. Well, good talking to you.
0: Thanks, baby I had a good time. Thanks for coming on with George Songbird's. Oh.
1: <laughs>
3: Stay yeah, away from me. Yeah, I'll talk to last. you
1: later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Bye. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye.
2: Small town people talking, not sure what to say where it hasn't. Not their favorite Feel their eyes upon me They're not sure what they see My attitude and my confidence the way I wear my blue go with my outfit y'all don't see me on Sundays you don't think that's right I see most of you wasted where I play on Saturday night assemble to the stage I'm living on a prayer and all those drinks you're pounding got you more than halfway